Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Thompson, a.k.a. Miss Town Business, and we got a great show ahead this week. Um, sorry that the show is a little late than usual. Um, I spent the weekend actually out in Cajun country in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, so it was my second time out there and went to one of my best friend's weddings. Um, happened to be have the great honor of being a groomsman for a a good childhood friend of mine, so um, Kendall and Angel Lincoln, congratulations to y'all. Um, the ceremony was great, and nothing but well wishes here at the Sports Business Podcast. And then, uh, yeah, you know, we went out to New Orleans, we did the doggone thing, and I wasn't really, I don't know, in tune with what was going on in the world. Um, it was probably, I would probably say, my first actual trip that I've actually gotten to take, um, in over a year, honestly, um, I've been able to be afforded to go home back to the Bay Area um, a few times during quarantine season, but not, not you know, when you go home, it's not really, you know, you're going home. So it's more of a seeing, you know, meet and greet and whatnot. You're not really able to kind of relax and whatnot. So, um, you know, being able to go um, to a different city and, and check things out and kind of just enjoy the the moment and enjoy the, the union of two two people becoming one, um, definitely, uh, you know, gave me the opportunity of kind of tuning out. Um, there's positives and there's downsides of being, you know, being able to do that. And apparently, uh, this is just one of those downtimes when you, you turn your phone back or you kind of dial back in and kind of look on what's going on, um, in the world. And, you know, you see some sad news and I know this is a sports sports podcast um by the way this podcast is available on all platforms um so google stitcher um uh anchor uh apple Podcasts, uh spotify any one of those places you get your podcast you can definitely find the sports business podcast there you can also find us on twitter s-p-r-t-z-b-i-z-n-e-s-s you can also email the show at s-p-r-t-z-b-i-z-z B-I-Z-N-E-S-S at gmail.com. That's S-P-O-R-T-Z-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S at gmail.com. And you can go on sportsbusiness.com as well and find us. So um, kind of got lost in train of thought and forgot to run my admin uh, my admin notes down there. So I was able to capture that. But um, yeah, so you tune back in and you kind of see the crazy things that are going back in the world. And I kid you not, I swear, I feel like it's Groundhog Day. I feel like I'm doing one of these types of shows and uh, if I haven't said it once on this podcast I probably said it on someone else's podcast and if I haven't said it on someone else's podcast I've definitely said it on this podcast where um these type of news bulletins are draining they're they're tiring um I'm 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 fed up and you know there's a couple of stories that took place over the weekend the first one was our the the lieutenant um the army lieutenant uh lieutenant Nazario I guess it took place back in uh December of last year, but I guess he's finally uh, making a formal lawsuit, um, a federal lawsuit against the Virginia police officer who pepper sprayed this man and handcuffed him during a traffic stop where it looks like he had, you know, they were, they pulled him over um, and said that, uh, you know, he, he had expired tags or something like that. But even though in his, he had a, he had a piece of cardboard that said that he had 10 tags on there. 
um, you know, he, he told him that he was afraid to get out. And, you know, the police officer said, yeah, you should be. Um, you know, Lieutenant Nazario repeatedly asked over and over why was he pulled over, and literally one of the one of the two police officers pepper sprays and starts kicking him. Um, you know, Lieutenant Nazario also expressed concern for his dog, who says that um, he's choking on pepper spray in the back seat. Um, then he was also handcuffed to the ground while police searched his car. Um, you know, Lieutenant Nazario is also a black and Latino, Latino uh, mixed mix, mixed person um, who was held at gunpoint. Um, you know, and he, he clearly kept asking, why is he being treated like this? The police officers kept saying that you're not cooperating. Um, and you know, um, the one officer said you're, you're fixing to ride the lightning son. So I, I, you know, um, you know, I, I, I've seen these type of misfortunate stories. Um, you know, so I, I saw that and I was, I was sad. Um, I've been stationed in Virginia. I can tell you that there's been instances for me where I've been with, others, you know, at a Waffle House and, and people will pay for my friends who don't look like me, their, their meal. And they'll say, why are they hanging out with this N word who has no business serving in this country? Happened to me a couple of times in Virginia, you know? So, you know, it's just, it's just a saddened situation per usual. And it just shows that even, even serving for our country in the, in this nation, that even as minorities, we still get treated on like number two. And, you know, I hope that Lieutenant Nazario, he ends up winning his federal case against the Virginia police because um, he he did everything that he was supposed to do. Um, you know, as a as a black person, you know, you're taught to just cooperate, do what you're supposed to do and just pray that you're, you're able to just get out of that situation. Um, and it kind of tied into what happened outside of right outside of Minneapolis, which I, I don't know what's going on with the city of Minneapolis and the surrounding areas, I should say, because they they just acting all the way out. You still got the, the the trial case of the murder of George Floyd, which now makes it seems like they're trying to make it as, as a character per se. You know, they're trying to defame the name of George Floyd, who's not even alive to defend himself. And looks like, I believe on Sunday, a police officer out there in the suburbs accidentally reached, was supposed to be reaching for her taser and shot and accidentally pulled out her firearm and shot this, you know, Dante Wright. Dante Wright was 20 years old, had a, had a son. And, you know, she, she clearly said that she was looking for a taser, but, you know, she, she shot him. Um, I've been in units where you have military police and I know I've, I've held the taser and I've also held the firearm, a nine millimeter. So for her to say that she didn't know that she was, she picked up the taser, that's the wrong answer. Um, I did a little bit of research. I touched out, I reached out to a lot of my friends, um, all over, all over the country. So I have a couple of friends who are in law enforcement and I asked them, you know, I, I asked this person straight up, you know, I said, I'm not trying to play, pick any sides or I'm not trying to antagonize you or your profession or anything like that. But how hard is it to determine which, you know, how hard is it when you're in the heat of the moment of knowing if you shot your taser, if you shot your actual lethal weapon, um, and this person straight up said that if, if you're in that type of moment and you're that tense and you don't know which one, which, which weapon that you're utilizing, you don't need to be in that profession. Um, I also asked him a couple of questions like, you know, how, how's the training goes, you know, what do you do in that sort of situation? And the, the situation is to remain calm at all times, because the more calm you are, the more calm possibly the suspect will be. The fact that Dante Wright is no longer here based off of a warrant that he had just shows you that this system is, is, is broken. Um, 
you know, people are always saying, well, what would happen if it was a white person that did that? Um, and or what if it was a black person, a black cop that did that to a white person? Well, I got a perfect example. And it happened right here in Minnesota um, back in it looks like right around 2019 or so. I want you guys to look up a former Minneapolis police officer by the name of Muhammad Noor. He is now facing 12 and a half years in jail for shooting a white person uh, who was a Somalian American um, to the charges of third degree murder because he thought that the woman actually had a gun, shot her and shot her to death and, you know, ended up going to jail. So even black police officers don't even get the same due diligence as some of these white police officers do. Um, so it just shows you that this nation is still in a two where we're still divided. We still have, it's not an even playing field. And, you know, I, I posted it earlier today on, on social media. You know, there's a lot of people that are saying that they're tired of seeing black lives matter. They're tired of seeing players protest. Um, they're tired of seeing all of this stuff. Well, you know, we're tired of dying. You know, we're, we're tired of having to justify why we should be able to live in our apartment in peace without getting shot. We're tired of trying to justify why we can't even run down the street without being shot. We're tired of justifying about our kids running around in playgrounds with toy guns getting murdered. We're tired of justifying why you're walking down the street with Skittles and some iced tea and you get murdered. Um, the list goes on and on, but we're also tired of seeing that while all of those things happen to us, we're tired of seeing that you can go to the state capitol in Washington, D.C., and try to literally t overthrow the government because of an election that people, quote unquote, thought it was rigged, which it clearly wasn't. And there's not a single ounce of punishment that take, that, that has taken place yet. Um, that's what we're tired of seeing. Don't, don't, don't let it get twisted that all of this stuff has taken place and the state capital people probably are just going to get a slap on the wrist if if that. So um, we're tired and, I, and my patience has ran out um, along with a lot of Americans patience has ran out. So. If you're tired of seeing this, if you're tired of hearing people complain or, you know, voice their opinion, well, you guys need to start figuring out how to protect black people, black men, black women, black kids. You need to start figuring out that we're tired. We're tired of seeing this. We're tired of talking about it. We're tired of, of, of living this life. So um, my heart goes out to, you know, Lieutenant Nazario, because that could have been me um, and uh, Dante Wright. Um, it's just two sad situations and it just shows you that we still have a lot of work to do and this George Floyd case is going to be a huge big deal. Um, I, 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 I'm going to hold my, my opinions on the, the trial until it's absolutely over, but um, it's definitely a lot of people are, are, are feeling tense and rightfully so. So um, we'll see what ends up happening, but um, I couldn't go on without opening this show in, in such a monotone um, mood because it's, it's just been tiring and, you know, the stress of the George Floyd case happens. And then next thing you know, these two incidents just take place. And I'm not, I'm not going to watch the Dante Wright slain. I, I just can't stomach that. I, I my patience ran out with the George Floyd watching that for almost nine minutes of someone just dying in front of my eyes. So I'm not going to watch the, the, this other slain that happened because that is a murder. I don't care what you say. Um, if you're in the military, um, to any veterans that are out here listening, if you have been in the military during basic training, they give you five blank rounds, five blank rounds. And all the time there's negative, there, there's discharges that happen all the time and you get, you get jammed up. So, you know, imagine now you're saying that 
you have live cops that are out here with live ammo that quote unquote have negligent discharge that that's a no-go you can you can't have that so um you know we'll see what ends up happening i definitely want to see the cop who shot dante Wright. um she needs to be arrested you can't be on the force for 26 years and be the union president and still have, be running around these streets free like at a minimum you need to be arrested for manslaughter um and we'll see if, if that happens within upcoming days but if not you know it, it is it, it's it's not a good look it, it's definitely not a good look so um we'll see we'll see what ends up happening but i'm gonna try to glide on into some sports now um and shout out to the the, the city of minnesota um teams uh, the twins the timberwolves as well as the minnesota wild who are the hockey team out there as well who all decided not to play um they said it was a safety concern um because of you know they thought that the protesters would be coming down there um but um shout out to them for acknowledging what's going on as well as the minnesota vikings acknowledge what happened and um I, I'm, I'm proud to see a lot more of these corporations and sports teams and whatnot speaking up about what's really going on in this nation because obviously, you know, our, our government is is moving at a, 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 a snail pace as far as wanting to see change around here. So, um, you know, they, they cited it as being a, safe, a, a precautionary for, our, for their players and their staff, which rightfully so. Um, but also, you know, being able to speak about what's going on and, 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 and acknowledging it. Aaron Hicks of the New York Knicks, even, um, he asked for a personal day. He said that he couldn't, he, there was just no way of he, he could play baseball yesterday. So Aaron Hicks, Hicks of the New York Yankees, he even had needed uh, some time off to just kind of decompress and what's going on. And people, you know, people that are listening to the podcast, you know, it's okay to turn your TV off if you're watching the George Floyd case. It's okay to... Um, you know, log off of social media and just stop seeing the craziness of what's going on in the world. It's okay to kind of check out and just take a break because this is, this is a lot to unpack. So I can, I can, I can understand you and I feel for you. So, um, but yeah, shout out to those three sports teams that did that decided to not play sports yesterday because they just didn't feel like it was the appropriate time. And, and, you know, people say you shouldn't mix sports with politics, but you know, these, these athletes are human beings too. And they got feelings too. So, you know, don't don't discredit them because they're quote unquote entertainers. So, switching in, and uh, this this is a double edged subject too. Um, you know, yesterday the Denver Nuggets lost to the Golden, my my beloved Golden State Warriors, and you know Steph Curry in the first quarter he only needed 19 points to pass Will Chamberlain for the the franchise leading um, all time score, and he did that literally in in one quarter and, and had 21 points and surpassed the great Will Chamberlain. Um, which is a big deal. I mean, we're talking about the Mount Rushmore centers. Um, we're talking about, you know, Will, Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Shaq, Kareem. Um, and that's about it, really. Maybe Hakeem Olajuwon, but that's about it. Um, so, you know, the fact that Steph Curry uh, was able to do, you know, do that just shows you how much of the NBA game and the three three point shot has, has, has revolutionized the game. You know, some people want to try to you know, say, well, you know, he, he, he shoots threes and back back in the day, Wilt Chamberlain did, there was no such thing as a three-point line. Be that as a man, you know, Wilt played kind of all over the world, you know, all over the NBA. You know, you play for Harlem Globetrotters, he played for the Lakers, he played for um, 
the the Washington Generals, I believe, um, you know, and, and played for the Warriors for, I believe, 200 some odd games less than what Steph Curry did and was able to do what he did. So, I mean, the fact that he did that, um, there's another cat that a lot of people forget about how good, you know, the Warriors have a nice little bloodline, Rick Barry. Um, a lot of people forget how good that guy was, not because he sat, sat the shot, the, the grandmama free throw underhanded, but I did was dropping like 20 some odd points a game. Like Rick Barry was a beast. Um, so the fact that Steph Curry has been able to literally revolutionize the game and probably pushed himself in that upper echelon of probably one of the top 15 greatest basketball players that we have ever seen. I mean, he's, he's easily going to go down as the greatest shooter of all time, but now we're talking about the best players of all time. And, you know, I got him up there as probably one of the top 15 greatest basketball players of all time because of the way he's able to change the game and the way that you literally have to start picking up pressure whenever a, whenever someone of a Steph Curry, of a Damian, Damian Lillard or, um, you know, did uh, Devin, Devin Booker from the Suns, you know, you have to start picking people up literally from, from half court because they're able to literally start pulling up from half court and being able to shoot those shots. So the fact that Steph Curry has been able to revolutionize the game and surpass a guy like Will Chamberlain just shows you how dominant this guy is. Um, not the biggest person um, on the court, probably sometimes even the smallest person on the court, but being able to dominate like that is, is just, I don't think we'll see something like this ever again. Um, like I said, the dude has had about four or five years consistently of hitting over 200 some odd three pointers and threes in a, in a year. I mean, that's 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 unheard of. Um, so he's definitely changed the game and shout out to Steph. But, you know, I brought up the Will Chamberlain stuff because I think people forget how good Will Chamberlain was. And, you know, everyone talks about Shaq and whatnot, but there wouldn't be no Shaq if there wasn't well, Will Chamberlain. Some of y'all, you know, y'all like to look at YouTube for, you know, all these other good things. But might want to roll the tape on, on some Will Chamberlain highlights and see how good this dude really was. Like he was a monster. Um, so, you know, you might want to look at that see what you see um but yeah will chamberlain was that dude and then the other side of the double-edged sword where you know you have this great positive t- positive thing about steph curry and then you have the downfall of jamal murray out for the remainder of this season probably most of next season with a torn acl like this dude probably became renowned known because of last year in the bubble and you know, with the with the short turnaround and the Nuggets being able to have come down, I believe in two two different series they came down from three one and won both series, including being the Clippers and going all the way to the Western Conference Finals, where they ended up losing to the Lakers. But um, yeah, them losing Jamal Murray is a big deal. Their second best player on the team. Um, just asking Golden State Warriors with the with the loss of Clay Thompson, how far are you going to get with the, without your second best player? So. Um, and Jamal Murray was actually just getting it together where he started looking like Jamal Murray of the NBA bu- playoff bubble last year. So the fact that the, the Nuggets are probably going to be gone without him um, makes me want to say, you know, I, I would thought that they would be a sure, you know, one of the front leading getters of being able to get into the Western Conference Finals. Then being in that four seed now, ugh, I, I don't know. You have Nikola Jokic who's having an MVP season, but. Now, do you look at Aaron Gorn, who they just gave up a lot to get and start looking at him to turn up the heat a little? Are you looking at Michael Porter Jr., who's probably, I think, shooting right around 40 percent from threes now? Are you going to start looking at him to uh, to step up? Um, it's, it's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And, you know, when we're talking about from from four to six, because you remember now the, the top six seeded teams are automatically in the playoffs. 
from seven to ten, you got that plan. So you're looking at a separation between the Nuggets only being two and a half games. Actually, yeah, two and a half games behind. Um, actually, you know, four games, four games. I'm sorry, four games behind the Nugget or the Mavericks of being able to be in that set top six seed. So I don't know what they're going to end up doing, but um, this is a huge loss and this is this is catastrophic. Um, I'm not going to count the Nuggets out yet, but you know, Jamal Murray was the guy where you could say, "Hey, go get me a bucket," and he would be able to get you a bucket. I'm not too sure if you can give the ball to. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., he can give you that. I don't know if he can produce that to you. I don't know if Aaron Gordon can produce that for you. So, And I really don't know if Nikola Jokic can do that, even though he's having a great, phenomenal MVP type of season. I just don't know if that's going to get the Nuggets that much closer. And, I, and, I, and this, was the, you know, this was their window. The, the, the Nuggets are, you know, this is, this is their win now. They're, they're in that championship, or, you know, championship type of window where they have championship aspirations, and it's realistic. They, they can do it. Um, you know, you still have a AD and AD and LeBron. We don't know what their status is. So it can happen, um, or it could have happened, but I don't know if it can happen now um, because I'm still not sold on the Jazz. I think the Clippers are getting better. I think the Suns are a legit team with Critics Paul, um, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker. I think that that's a good, solid unit. But I think will their age, their young, their youth have never not really been in the playoffs? Will that deter them? Um, we'll see. That's TBD. Um, but you know, this kind of opens the door back up now for the Jazz to possibly make a nice little run um, into it. But I, I don't know. Will the Mavs be able to figure it out? Um, you know, you just don't really know and. You know, Jamal Murray, who's who's just a guy who could just get you a bucket. And, you know, he dropped a couple of 50-pointer games in the bubble last year. And, you know, for him to be, you know, get taken out like that was just super unfortunate. And just, I mean, my heart goes out to him. And I hope he has a speedy recovery because he's definitely one of the good guys in the league. So um, prayers up to him. And I hope he's able to bounce back and, and come back sometime next season. But, um, yeah, that, that was just definitely a double-edged type of game where you have something so celebratory of Steph Curry being able to overtake Will Chamberlain's all-time franchise-leading scorer, and then you have Jamar, Jamal Murray being out for the remainder of the season. So, um, yeah, just super sad. Uh, super sad, but super, you know, you know, happy and sad at the same time. But uh, without further ado... Um, it's time for the sports pod, sports business podcast dummy of the day, and it's definitely got to go to the Minnesota Timberwolves rookie sensation. I don't know if I call him rookie sensation. I mean, he's cool. He's all right. I don't. I don't see too much hype about him yet. Um, and plus, I don't even think he's starting on the team. He's still coming off the bench. So, um, and he's the number one. He's the reigning number one overall pick. I mean, he's all right. You know, everyone's still talking about him having that dunk, but outside of that, I really haven't seen anything impressive with him. But that's Anthony Edwards from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, they asked him, you know, what his thoughts were as far as Alex Rodriguez, Hall of first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest player baseball players of all times. Whether we want to say he did steroids or not, this dude was a monster before he was taking roids. Look at his stats when he was playing for Seattle. If you guys don't believe how good this dude was, and him and another partner ended up are going to be majority partners. Owners, I should say, they'll be majority owners of the Minnesota Timberwolves starting 2022. They purchased it and they are going to be buying the team. So they asked Anthony Edwards during a post game conference, you know, how do you feel about Alex Rodriguez? Um, 
being the new owner. And he flat out said he doesn't know who Anthony Edwards or Alex Rodriguez is. Anthony Edwards said that he didn't know who A-Rod is. I'm pretty sure everybody knows who A-Rod is. Like, how do you not know who your boss is going to be? I don't know how many job interviews people have gone to, but I'm pretty sure they do some sort of research on what the company is. Bro, you got to know who A-Rod is, dog. And, you get, and your excuse was, I don't watch baseball, so you don't you didn't know that he was married to Jay, like he was about to get engaged to JLo. Like, what are you talking about? Like, how do you not know any of this? And you just lived under a rock where you you don't watch Sports Center. You didn't see anything about A Rod. I know you're young, but you can't be that young. A Rod, they he was on the team that won the World Series in 20, 2009. So what what is he talking about? So, Anthony Edwards, I haven't really been impressed with you this season. I mean, you've got a couple, you've had a couple of nice games, but the games that I saw this season, eh. You straight. Um, I've been more impressed with Lonzo Ball, honestly, or, or uh, Lamelo Ball, or yeah, I think Lamelo Ball, even though he's out with the rest of the season. But um, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't, yeah, like, how do you not know who your your new owner is going to be, your new boss is going to be? Like, I, I just don't get that. So yeah, Anthony Edwards, you definitely get the uh, Sports Business Podcast Dummy of the Day. Um, and uh, another tidbit, you know. Uh, we definitely want to send our thoughts and prayers out to the family of one Earl Simmons, a.k.a. the legendary rapper named DMX. Um, he passed away Friday. Yeah, he passed away Friday. Um, and we definitely want to send our thoughts and prayers out to him and his family. Um, shout out to Jay-Z and Beyonce for buying back his uh, masters and um, are going to distribute that um, that money to his kids. Um, gone way too soon, only 50 years old, but, uh, man, this dude's passion and that, that raspy voice, you knew it was X when he came on the track and the dude's definitely got some bangers, but, uh, another legend we lost way too soon. Um, you know, I hope, you know, they say all dogs go to heaven. So I hope he's up there, um, partying up, you know, flesh is my flesh slipping all them tracks. So a shout out to DMX, um, thoughts and prayers going out to him and his family. And I hope he's able to rest easy. Um, but once again, you know, I hate that this podcast had to be such a somber, uh, podcast, but, um, I feel like with my platform, I definitely am going to be speaking about it. If you don't like it, you know, you can hit the unsubscribe button. If you do like it, keep pressing forward. If you want to find out how you can help out, go on social media, uh, follow me on Instagram at money Compton. You can also follow me on Twitter at sports business you can also follow you know check out the uh, website that we got going on but um we still got a lot of work to do and we can't do it without supporting each other and, and i'm very big on supporting each other and making sure that you know everyone has everyone has a fair game and a fair 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 playing field and that that's my biggest push you know especially as a veteran um a 10-year vet at that that you know i push for you know everyone having an equal playing field because until everybody wins Ain't nobody winning until everybody eating, everybody gonna be hungry. So, you know, we just gotta keep that mind frame and we gotta keep pushing forward and we still gotta make things happen so that we can actually see the change that we wanna see in this world. So, you know, just love on one another, um, keep praying for each other, and we're gonna get through this one way or another. So, without further ado, other than that, we're gonna run this back next week. Other than that, we out of here.